Hello. Hello, hello, hello. It's Tuesday. Uh, welcome to this Tuesday podcast about my week. And I have decided temporarily, I may change my mind, I may decide it's a terrible idea. Um, but since the name wasn't taken and I could start a Facebook with its name, I've decided to call this the Tuesdaycast. So welcome to the Tuesdaycast. I'm Hermione. It is now mid-July and um, winter in Melbourne, although it hasn't been very cold here the last couple of days. It's actually been quite warm. It was 20 degrees in the children's rooms and um, that calls for different bedding. You know, once you've changed everything and you think, you've changed all the bedding around for the cold weather and then it gets um, warm again and you think, what's going on now? Why is this making any noise? It was making noise. I just couldn't hear it because uh, my headphones weren't plugged in completely. Last time I tried to record this weekly podcasty thing um, onto the Tascam portable recording device, I didn't increase the levels before I uploaded it to SoundCloud. So I'll do that this time. I'll make sure that the levels are all right. So I'll just give you a little bit of an idea of what's been happening in the last week. Uh, The baby's here and he's awake and playing Still hasn't got the tooth, um, but he's just eaten some um, apple crepes. I was felt like crepes this morning, so I made some crepe batter and made one for him and just rolled up some grated apple and a little bit of cinnamon, and uh, he seemed to eat it. Om nom nom makes this noise after he's, after he's finished eating something that he quite likes. Um, and I've had to change my tack a little bit with the baby because he has stopped wanting to be fed off the spoon. He goes whack and the food just goes everywhere and you think, oh, this isn't going to work. And my friend put me onto this cook cooking website called One Handed Cooks and they are brilliant um, for uh, finger food and uh, there's so many different words for what you're talking about when you're talking about babies. But basically, he's ready to start feeding himself food like he wants to be able to pick up the food put it in his own mouth and do things according to his own schedule and needs and desires and so uh, but the, apparently that day these days is that that's called baby led weaning so he's baby led weaning himself and um yeah good on him um but i really like that one-handed cooks website so i'll put a link to the um the oat bar slice thing that i made for him which is really good because he's now um you know gets up in the morning and he needs something to eat for breakfast so I made this oat slice with I'm not sure if that one had an egg in it but it was really good like dried fruit and oats he's under the table now he'll probably bang his head on the chair you alright or yeah so he's got to learn how to you know, oh bonk oh oh no he did it he hit his head on the table again he looks so upset now he's interested in my headphones Okay, so the baby's gone down for a nap now. He'll be all right. He ate his apple pancakes and he had a bottle. And I've just been watching Kitty Flanagan. I have to decide whether or not I'm going to just ramble and then edit it together so that the embarrassing bits are gone or if I'm going to just upload it, embarrassment and all, and risk you know, exposing myself and regretting it? Or am I going to just make amazing stuff every week and it's all going to be great and I'm not going to regret anything even though I'm just speaking my mind? Or 
this is the one thing I don't want to do. I don't want to over-prepare it. And I've just been watching a little bit of Kitty Flanagan. Because I started, I was I was just flicking through Netflix. Because I really like Netflix. It's really easy to use. And I've found that it's it's great for someone like me who can flick between things. But it also leads to some interesting mental processes. Because I watch one thing followed by another thing followed by another thing. Or a bit of that and then a bit of that. And what happened was I watched a little bit of... Oh, I watched a whole episode of Kimmy Schmidt, um, the one where uh, Titus is trying to learn how to be straight. He's trying to learn how to play a straight man. And and he goes in and and the guy says, I can't work with you, you've got no potential. And then he says, fine, I don't need you, and throws it and <laughs> throws away the – throws knocks over the light and then storms out. And then he says, excellent. You know, you yelled, you denied help. And you, and you hit something. You're becoming a straight man. It was so funny. But then I watched Jim Jeffries, and I had seen a Jim Jeffries sketch before about guns. He did this really funny sketch about guns. Like Americans say, "Oh, I need guns because of the Fifth Amendment," or no, so the Fifth Amendment. Anyway, I need guns because it's my right. It's my constitutional right. And he says, "No, you need guns because you, you don't need guns. You like guns, and that's all you need to say." So he had done a sketch that I'd really. I love stand-up comedy, by the way. You'll hear me. You'll, I talk about stand-up comedy and comedy turned into TV shows and people being funny. And and so I, I, I took a chance and I put on the Jim Jeffries bit and it was just so depressingly entourage And I think I started thinking it was entourage because Titus had been trying to play straight so that he could <laughs> audition for Entourage too. And I, I liked Entourage a lot. Like it got a lot better and there were some really good female characters in it and I mean, I'm talking, always talking as a female. Like, I'm not just saying, this is good, this is... I watch all of this stuff and I try and work out whether or not it's saying anything useful about life. And one of the most interesting things about life is the, is the difference between men and women, the difference between children and adults, the difference between young people and old people, like all of those differences that we have as we progress through our life lives and you know, get these points where they intersect and and then you're arguing about moral values so Titus is basically sort of he's the last person in the world who'd ever want to be on entourage although really you had um Lloyd Lloyd was a fantastic character on entourage but anyway the the but the main four guys are hyper straight and and that was an interesting idea because they are they're so straight and they're kind of like the straight the heterosexuality that they're talking about was really similar to what kitty flanagan was was just talking about and actually really similar to what jim jeffries was just talking about it's this aggressive relentless uh what's the word superficial um base it's not elevated civilized refined it's not any of those things that i like but I found Entourage really funny, and I, but I didn't enjoy Jim Jeffries. I turned it off because it felt like he just sounded like part of the problem to me, and I thought, I can't watch this right now. I'm not sure if I'm ever going to watch you. And I think back to, you know, the, the male comedians who I do really enjoy. Like, I love Louis. I think Louis is, is flat-out hilarious, and he's also insightful. And But some of the things he says are really 
you know, they're difficult. But they're funny. They're still funny. And that's me watching as a woman. Whereas I was watching Jim Jeffries and I was thinking, you sound like a dick, bro. You sound like a real dick, you know. And not in a way that it was making it interesting. And then I, I thought, oh, I can't do this anymore. So I watched, I put on Kitty Flanagan. And Kitty Flanagan's really funny. She's kind of, Kitty Flanagan's style of humour is a little bit like, I don't know, sort of, it's sexless in a way. She she seems almost to have this attitude of, I don't want to be involved in sexuality. I don't really want, like, like she's not like those two characters in Broadchurch. You know those two characters in Broadchurch, you've got Claire and Lee Ashworth, and they're just, they could just devour each other and sex is just such a big part of their connection. And, and then you've got people who seem to quite happily live without sex. Like, sex isn't really... I suppose sex is it's almost like it's all on a spectrum and you've got a level of interest in a certain type of sex or love or or connection. And I, I think about this a lot because I actually read a lot of spirituality as well, um, spiritual texts and, you know, think a lot about religious material. And some religious material is horribly prescriptive about sex and sexuality and some of it, really wants you to move beyond sexuality like you get all that lovely krishna stuff where they actually oh i watched that jane caro special you know for better or worse about the long-term relationships and the krishna couple were saying that you know sex was just for making their children and their their connection was about a spiritual connection and the journey that they were on was a spiritual journey and you know i just I think that's fascinating and and it made me think as well about that Amish documentary that I watched where the lady was so, she was quite certain that she was there to serve her husband and make the, look after the children and I don't know, I don't know. And, And then I watched Julie Bishop on the project talking about, you know, she's just so smooth. You know, they call her Teflon Julie because nothing sticks to her and she never burns. She can be right next to the, the hottest political fire and she doesn't burn or melt or scold or show any signs. And I think she's she's a fantastic politician. She's obviously very, very bright, but she's also scarily good at not answering a question and not, you know, not falling into a trap. You know, like Waleed really wanted, or they, they all wanted to, poke her a little bit you know to provoke her to say something which she's never going to say and then the fact that she knows that they want her to say it and she knows that she's never going to say it in a way sometimes politicians are more interesting if they make mistakes like Boris Johnson not that that's a good example I've been reading a lot and you know what I'm gonna I'm going to post a lot more articles and links on the Choosecast Facebook page does that sound all right Choosecast can we live with that um because I post a lot of political stuff on my personal Facebook and I'm sure that my friends are over it and, you know, but I read a lot of articles and some of them desperately need proofreading. And I I have a terrible habit of re, reposting things which later turn out to be false. And I have some phenomenally intelligent friends who go, uh, that's not true or um, actually that quote's not from that person. I just go, oh, I just kind of, I feel... I don't post everything that I completely believe in. I post things that catch my eye, you know, like they're not necessarily all representative of my true beliefs because I'm trying to respond, I suppose. And I found this wonderful blog that a friend of mine had posted and it was this guy saying that he was 
um, always polite and it gave him this ability to sort of navigate his way through life. You know, he would smile and nod and get people talking about their lives, but he held on so dearly to manners and, and etiquette and it's a beautiful read. I I'll, I'll, might post a link to that as well because um, I think I've, I kind of loved that person and he made such an interesting point towards the end. Like if you are polite and I, I think I am, like I... I am. I am very polite. And, you know, some, some you can get called a, a brown dozer or whatever. Like, a, And it's not really about that. It's kind of about preserving your energy. Like, I find that politeness and manners and, and being a, yeah, I suppose, like a well-mannered, civilised person. As that's what I value. I value civilization, And I suppose there, that brings me back to that, that point about I'm not interested in that really base, sexy, like sex as a display kind of thing I'm happy to make jokes about terminology like I have a lot to say about the words that we use when we're angry and I'll I'll, I'll probably come back to that I'll definitely come back to that I think I clicked this podcast may contain offensive language because one day I do really want to talk about how we swear at each other and how we imbue certain words and acts and but anyway, let's go out and get drunk tonight. Let's go out and have fun tonight. Love that, Alex Lay. Macklemore, I heard your song. Brad Pitt's Cousin. Wasn't a very good song. But now I know who you are. I watched Barracuda. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's so well made. And I, um, I haven't yet watched The Slap, but I, saw, I read the book and Christos... Sokius, Christos Sokius. I mean, you know, you know, when all you hear about someone is that kind of press release line. And all I knew about Christos Sokius, I've I've seen head on, and I've read a couple of interviews with him. I've read articles that he's written, and um, I knew working class, ethnic, gay, and working class, ethnic, and gay is a really fascinating intersection culturally. And then he uh, he looked into swimming. You know, this this young this young boy the episode I've just finished watching is is the third one and there's this incredible ending and I'm, I'm really looking forward to watching the the last episode but that boy is a very good actor uh and the coach is really good and Rachel Griffiths is excellent and the other boy playing Martin is excellent as well and that girl who plays the sister it's not a particularly interesting role for her but she was the girl who was in 52 Tuesdays about the daughter with the mum who was transgendering into a man and that was really good, 52 Tuesdays. I like that a lot. I suppose, yeah, what I'm getting at this week is that a lot of things that I like to think about and work out where they fit in, are they contributing positively to our development as a species and the integration of, you know, difficult concepts? Or are they sort of, are they just wallowing in the same mud that we've been slashing around in for a while? Is the point of human development to reach some sort of height, you know? And then should we be progressing upwards, I suppose, is the... I would like to think that we are progressing upwards, that the reason for being here, part of the reason for being here, the benefit of being here is that you get an opportunity to grow and to learn something and to contribute. So I'm not really sure what I've contributed today, but I have hopefully made something and 
yeah, I'll, I, I will try and integrate this a little bit more with the Facebook page because there was that fantastic article about the end of capitalism. Um, I found all these beautiful tiny houses. Uh, I will go and see the new Ghostbusters, I hope, but, you know, with little kids, I don't get out very often. And, and I don't like remakes. It's not – I love Kristen Wiig. I love Melissa McCarthy, and I think, oh, how am I not going to go see a film with them in it? But the fact that it's a remake puts me off it. But the fact that it's the remake that it is makes me think I have to go and see it. I have to go and see it because I need to think about it. So hopefully I'll get around to seeing it and have something to review and talk about next Tuesday. And thanks very much for listening. And yeah, I'll see you later.